Hey there, it's Vashti Sarah. Welcome back to Post Blog. If this is your first time listening, go ahead and hit the subscribe button, like button, follow button, share button, all the buttons to stay connected with the Post Blog podcast. And for those of you who this is not your first time, welcome back. Happy Wednesday. I hope y'all are having a great start to your month. I guess it's not necessarily a start because we're already in week two of March, but either way, I hope you're having a great March. We are already three months into the year of 2022. And to be honest, it's crazy to think that the year is going by so fast. So tip, pro tip for anyone who's listening. This is aside from today's topic, but it's already three months in. It's not too late to get started on what you had set out to do. So whatever goals you had set out for this year, it's not too late. You're not behind. Go for it. And if you need to extend that dream, extend that deadline, do it. But do not not do what you wanted to do because it's already three months in. It's still early. You still got time. Go for it. All righty. So let's jump into today's topic. So I've talked about criticism quite a bit. And the reason why I talk about criticism so much is because I'm a person that takes criticism and I used to at least whenever someone criticizes me or gives me their opinion or their advice or critique I will run with it and I'd I'll shut down what I initially wanted to do because someone else said oh you should do it this way this way makes it better and that's not to say that you're not supposed to take advice from other people that's not to say you're not supposed to listen to other people but specifically this episode is geared towards people who like me in the past you just listen to what everyone else has to say and you don't focus on the purpose, the why behind the what, your dream that was given to you. Here's the thing. Each of us have been given a dream. We've been given a purpose. We've been given gifts and talents and you should walk in that. Yes, you can perfect it. You can make it better. You can do things a little bit better, but criticism that costs nothing is worth nothing. And what I mean by that is criticism that stems purely from jealousy, envy, and pride, that costs nothing and it should be worth nothing in your life. And this quote, don't quote me because this quote is not by me. It's actually by John Acuff or Acuff. And he was talking about his wife encouraging him. And he shares that our exchange for criticism that costs nothing is vital. We should not exchange criticism that stemmed purely from evil and give them that attention, give them that adherence and saying, oh, okay, I'll do exactly what you said to do. No, the reality of the matter is everyone is going to critique what you're doing. They're going to critique it. Whether you're in school, you're not in school, whether you're married or not married, who you're dating, who you're not dating, whatever business venture you're going into or you're not going to, people will critique But we need to be mindful of those who we allow to critique our lives and who we allow to have a say in our lives. Too often we exchange cheap criticism and all we're doing is wasting our breath. We defend and we plead our case and we say, you know, this is why I'm doing this. And, you know, we try so hard to explain the why behind the what simply to prove a point. But to be honest, All you're doing is wasting your breath because you're exchanging, you're giving time, you're giving 10 minutes into a 10 second comment. 
And I had to learn that. I had to learn that the hard way, especially with recently releasing books. You know, I had criticism come up the wazoo. Well, you should do it like this or you should do it like that. Or have you thought of this? Or, you know, and and the critique came left and right. And don't get me wrong. I love criticism. I love feedback. I love hearing how I can improve. But I was receiving criticism from people who have never wrote a book before. I was receiving criticism from people who don't even have an idea of what children's books or illustrations entail. And, you know, I was venting to Jared and I told him, you know, well, I just feel like I'm not doing it right or doing good enough because so-and-so said this and -and so-and-so said I should do it like this. And they said I should do it like this. And, you know, the list goes on. And he looked at me and he said, Vashi, remember what you wrote. Do not exchange 10 minutes for a 10 second comment that stemmed purely from jealousy, pride and envy. Not everyone is going to support you. Not everyone is going to encourage you and have your back and cheer you on. A lot of people in your life is going to criticize you because they want to tear you down. And that by no means, I'm not sitting here being braggadocious. Yeah, I wrote a book and people are criticizing me. No, that's not it at all. I enjoy what I'm doing and the why behind the what is way bigger than I could ever explain fully in words. But for people who are criticizing your life, especially if you are going after your dream, going after something that's a big God dream and people are shutting you down. Oh, that's never going to work out. Oh, that's not going to happen. Oh, you're going to end up in tremendous debt. Oh, you're going to fail. Shut the noise out. Very simple. Don't waste your breath on criticism that costs nothing. Criticism that costs something Those come from the people in your life or people who may not even be in your life right now. They they come from mentors. They come from men and women who have walked this road far longer than we have. Criticism that costs something are people who have experience, are people who have knowledge, who have wisdom, who have discernment. Criticism that costs something stems from love. It stems from care. It stems from mercy. It stems from compassion. It stems from purity. Criticism that costs something is worth something. And those are the people we should surround ourselves with. You know, in Proverbs, King Solomon, one of the wisest men to walk on this earth, he said, whoever derides their neighbor has no sense, but the one who has understanding holds their tongue. Deride is just another word to express contempt, ridicule, insult, taunt, mock, torment, and the list goes on. So we can read the verse, whoever insults, taunt, ridicule, mock, torment has no sense. That could be your neighbor. That could be your friend. That could be your family, coworker, social media follower, even a bystander. When they insult you, ridicule you, mock you, torment you through critique, the Bible says it. So don't say Vashti said, the Bible said they have no sense. Or in one of my husband's favorite words, Um, He's going to hate me for saying this, but they're idiots. And don't again, don't quote me on that. But that's just what the Bible says, right? They have no sense. Why they have no sense? Because their criticism costs nothing. Their criticism is rooted in a character trait that is worth nothing. In other words, where they are speaking from has no value. Now, I don't want to focus on that beginning part because it's easy to stay there and be like, yeah, people are stupid. They're idiots. 
you know, and and gives us that little satisfaction of saying, yeah, I was right this entire time. I don't want to focus on that part. I want to focus on the second part of that verse. But the one who has understanding holds their tongue because this applies not only to your friend or your family members that criticize you, but it also applies to you. The one who has understanding holds their tongue. The key is our response to cheap criticism. When we hold our tongues, we don't waste our breath. And that shows we have understanding. That shows maturity. That shows our understanding is in first who God says we are. And secondly, that which we know we are called to do. How we respond is key. Don't waste your breath. Again, I just want to clarify, that's not to say you should walk around and be like, oh, yeah, I'm never going to take advice from anyone because I know it all. No, the Bible also says that the one who does not walk in the counsel of wise men is a fool. So there you go. You can be a fool for talking nonsense and you can also be a fool for thinking you know it all. There's two things that's important in in terms of criticism, that is. One, not exchanging a 10-minute conversation, a 10-minute word vomit for a 10-second comment that is worth nothing, a criticism that has no value. That's one. That's the first thing. So in other words, just don't waste your breath. Take what you got to take and just throw away what you got to throw away. My mom always says, eat the meat, spit out the bone. And then the second thing is seek wise counsel. That's imperative. The Bible is very clear, very specific on that. And again, we find that in Proverbs. Solomon, you can say, was just a pretty smart guy. Very wise. Seek godly counseling. Because here's the thing. You don't know it all. I don't know it all. The way of the fool, Solomon says, is right in his own eyes. But a wise man listens to advice. And that's Proverbs 12, 15. So seek godly advice. And in godly advice, there will be criticism. There will be critique. But those are criticism that is worth something because those are people who are for you. They're not against you. They have your back. And yeah, their criticism might be harsh sometimes, but that's just the nature of it. If they are people that you trust, they are people that you fully value and you trust everything they say, you know they have your back, their criticism is worth something. But a lot of the times you'll be listening to critique that is worth nothing. Don't waste your breath on it. Don't waste your time on it. Again, don't shut them down. That's not the Christ-like thing to do, but discern right from wrong. Don't waste your breath and seek godly counseling. Bottom line, do what the Lord has called you to do. Many days when I get discouraged in whether to write a blog or do the podcast or right now I'm working on another book, a lot of the times when I get discouraged, I have to remember my purpose. What's my why? And I I resort back to that. When I remember my why, I'm better able to block out the noise. And that noise can come from myself, criticism, or it can come from outside, both types of criticism. When I focus on my why, that's when my purpose is aligned. When my eyes are fixed and I know this is why I should be doing what I'm doing. This is why I shouldn't quit. This is why I should keep going. This is why I should block out the noise. So my friend, don't waste your breath and seek godly counseling. Above all else, do not, I beg you, do not exchange 10 minutes 
for a 10 second comment. It's not worth it. That's it for today, guys. Thank you for joining me on Post Blog. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button, like button, follow button, share button, all the buttons to stay connected on the Post Blog podcast. Same time, same place next week. I love y'all. But remember, God loves you most. <laughs>